Welcome, welcome back. Today, today we are going to focus on why you keep on getting so many different recommendations. You have your land, you are just asking for some simple advice. Should I thin? Should I harvest? How do I replant? What are the reforestation steps I need to take? And you're calling around and getting different opinions because that's what you do when you have a, a, uh, you're trying to redo your floors or when you're trying to look for a plumber or if you're doing a small reconstruction model, you call around and you get different opinions. You get different quotes. You get different pieces of advice. Now, just like if you called around and got different plumber's advice, you would get different quotes from them. Some might charge you a hundred bucks. Some may say 60 bucks. Some may say 200 bucks. And then based on that information, you're like, well, I'm going to go with the cheapest. Obviously I'm trying to save money here. And that can give you some advantages of saving money. And that can also be disadvantaged depending on why maybe they are so much cheaper than everybody else and any potential problems you have in the long run. So the same can be true of foresters, but we're going to be looking at why are you getting different pieces of advice? This is different than just receiving different quotes. You can call three different um, general contractors and get three different quotes for the exact same type of remodel. And maybe for them, it's based on the... Um, materials they are actually using. Maybe it is simply based on the amount of labor they have or the turnaround time frame, but you are looking at doing the exact same job at different rates. Now with foresters, the same can be true. You can ask for the exact same job and ask what those service rates may be, but when you're asking them what their advice and recommendations are, you're probably getting a lot of different answers. And if you're like several of the women that have participated in our programs or landowners I've worked with, you're like, why? Why are you giving me a different answer than the guy that I just talked to yesterday? I had the county forester come out and he said I should do this, but then the extension agent said I should consider doing this, and now you're telling me something completely different. Today we're going to be talking about why are you getting different answers from foresters. You get two foresters in a room and the joke is usually that you're going to get between three and five answers of options and possibilities. And this is because forestry is not an exact science. It's not a one plus one equals two. Now, there may be some aspects that one plus one equals two, but overall forestry is the art and science of managing your forest. So all of these recommendations that you are being provided have scientific research backing. It's not just good feelings that we feel like this might be what we should do. We feel like the trees are tall enough that we think and feel the mill should take it. It's no, the trees are tall enough, the trees are big enough, the markets have these specs, so we can harvest them. Now the art factor is where we get all these different recommendations from. Art is subjective and based on perspective and experience. And this is where and why foresters are providing you different answers. A lot of the answers will also be based off what information you are providing them. When you're interacting with a forester and they say, what are your objectives? And you say revenue or wildlife, just for you know the top two most stereotypical answers. You give them your objectives, they are gonna give you their recommendations to support that. If you're not giving them any information up front, they're probably gonna give you their go-to recommendations of what they deal with the most based on their experience, based on their go-to of what they feel like the objectives probably are based on what they see.
So without any information, they're going to give you more or less a, a standard template of information, recommendations, advice that they would generally recommend on average cases based on the parameters, the measurements of what your force is looking like at that moment in time. And then when you provide them that additional detail of your objectives, your purpose, your um, any other situational needs they need to be aware of, they might cater those answers a little bit more specifically. But they're still going to have their own backing of experience and their own perspectives of what is best. And it's never more true than when it does come to thinning a forest. So a first thinning, if you're unfamiliar, is when between the ages of like 12 to 15 of a pine plantation, you would be looking to take out a certain amount of trees to open up the canopy and allow the trees that are remaining to continue growing to the next product class type. Now this does provide you a little bit of revenue, of course, but it also has a lot of forest health benefits. You want to reduce the canopy to increase your forest health, increase the sunlight to the canopy floor. And so whether your objective is for strict monetary income revenue or conservation values, you are still looking to do a first thinning operation when it comes to your pine trees, okay? So when it comes to a first thinning, you typically will have a row plus maybe a selection or just a row recommendation. And so what does that mean, a row recommendation? A row when it comes to thinning is you take out the entire row. And then if it's a row plus selection, it means they're taking out your entire row plus selecting the worst trees for the remaining rows that weren't completely harvested out. And uh, just so for some examples to wrap your head around, it might be a fourth row plus selection. It could be third row. It could be fifth row plus selection. I've even seen seventh row plus selection thinning jobs. All right, so you have all these different row options. You can completely remove the entire trees in that row. So one, two, three, remove the fourth. One, two, three, remove the fourth. Or maybe it's a one, two, three, four, remove the fifth. One, two, three, four, remove the fifth tree. And then you're taking out the worst trees in between that are remaining. And this is really gonna create more of that open, uniform looking landscape. If you just take out the entire rows, um, you know, your trees can still be kind of densely packed in between. But sometimes if you're taking out every third row, you don't want to remove any more trees because you're already taking out so many. So foresters are notorious for giving different thinning recommendations when it comes to thinning. And it's just based on experience, it's based on education, it's based on location, it is based off of what we actually see that your trees are doing and how they are performing, but a lot of times it does come to what are that forester's general preference. And I have lovely discussions with a lot of my colleagues when it comes to this, because we all disagree. Um, you will get usually the end result. It doesn't matter that significantly which recommendation you choose as long as you're happy and you feel comfortable moving forward. Because along with those recommendations, we are typically saying to thin down to a particular basal area. 
Um, and that's just kind of a lack for better words. Um, in most general terms is a, like a density type factor of how your trees are laid out based on how big they are across the stand. So usually we're looking at your tree stand. We're recommending a particular harvesting removal, uh, recommendation to a particular stand level. It could be written out for trees per acre, but it's usually written out for a basal area level. Um, and so, for example, you go to Forester A, and you're like, hey, I'm looking to do a first thinning. What do you think I should do? And I would come up, and i say, hey, um, you're at a basal area of 120, 130. We should do a fourth row plus selection. So one, two, three, taking out every fourth row, going in between the rows, and taking out the worst trees, the forked trees, the small trees, the diseased trees to a basal area of 65 or 70. It's one of those, depending on what you have and what it looks like. So that's my recommendation. Basal area 70 and fourth row plus select. All right, you go to the county forester. Hey, Greg, what do you recommend we should do? She said we should do fourth row select set to 70. He's like, ooh, I, I wouldn't do that. I would do a fifth row plus select. So one, two, three, four, take out the fifth row and then select in between. It's going to be much more uniform and uh, thin down to a basal area of uh, 65. It's going to look much more uniform. Okay. So now you've got a fourth row plus select a 70. You've got a fifth row plus select a 65. You go to somebody else and they're like, mm, I would just do a simple third row. I would just not even worry about the select. Just take out every third row. And then, you know, it's going to open up so much more for your wildlife. You're going to have more, uh, you know, understory that you can kind of shoot down from um, and, and do it to a basal area of 75. I'm literally making up all these numbers, by the way. But you can see how talking to three different foresters, you got three different answers. And a lot of it was probably based on just what their experiences provided them for other landowners and what their comfort level is. So which one do you do? Which one do you go with? I know the foresters on the other of this line are probably going, go with option A or B. But as the landowner, how do you decipher which one is right? Which one is the best one for you? What it comes in terms with which forester do you feel the most comfortable with? Which one did you have the most personable um, relationship? Which one did you have the most personal communication with? Because whichever forester you decide you're going to take, you should trust them. You should trust their opinions. You should trust their recommendations. And ideally you're probably working with them in different avenues now if this is the first time you're reaching out to a forester and you're like i don't know this is the first time i've ever called and i'm engaging and i don't know what to do then you know ask them some other questions get a different uh, overall management recommendations of okay this is what you recommend for this thinning what else should we do afterwards and look at the big picture with each of these foresters now if you're looking to interview foresters i do have on our blog article five interview questions for consultant foresters and it is geared towards a timber sale but you can remove you know what type of products can you expect out of this stand and kind of replace it with what do you expect to happen in the next five years? You know, just take out some of those timber harvesting specific questions. You can use that as a template to start interviewing. And I do recommend for you to interview consultant foresters and to build a relationship with a consultant forester. If you just want to have a starting off point, go to your county management forester. That is 
what they're there for. They are there to serve the landowner and provide you different advice and recommendations. And that's a great leading off point to building and communicating more effectively with your consultant. Especially if you have small acreages that perhaps your consultant isn't going to be able to do as much work with, building that relationship with your county forester, which a lot of times provide free services and free advice, is a good way to just get your management information going, getting a management plan developed that you can utilize to start taking action, whether you're doing it yourself or not. So who do you go with? Option A, option B, option C. Again, Whichever forester that you feel understands your goals, your objectives, why you're managing your land the most, whichever one you feel that best connection with, that's who you should go with. Does it matter if you do a third row, fourth row, fifth row select? Not, not particularly. I mean, I'm probably again going to get some differences of opinions because a thinning does set you up for that final sale. But as long as you're comfortable with that forester and what they're providing you and understanding of where you're trying to go long-term, what objectives you're trying to meet, and you're confident in those decisions, that's what matters the most. It doesn't matter necessarily if you do a 75 basal area or a 65 basal area. It doesn't matter to me if you do a fourth row or a fifth row plus select. All that matters is that you are actually doing the thinning, that you are taking the management action, and that you are confident in that action that you're taking. So, when it comes to getting all those different answers, and maybe you're feeling a little squirrely, that a little overwhelmed, that you are getting different recommendations, that you're probably also Googling, and Google is telling you something different than what you are getting on the ground, Remember, forestry has scientific research backing to why we are saying what we're saying, but there's a lot of art to it. And art is subjective, and everyone's idea of beauty, everyone's idea of good art, is determined on their personal preferences. Some like abstract, some more like traditional, some like modern, some like portraits. Everyone's idea of art is going to differ. And those differences is what gears how recommendations can be written out for you. So just find that forester, those recommendations that have that same vision, that or at least understand that same vision of what you perceive for your forest to be beautiful, to be right. Find them, work with them, and go with their advice. All right, that is all I have to say. And the answer, in case you're wondering, is always it depends. And so if you're just calling around foresters and asking for advice without them seeing them on the ground, just remember it always, it depends, it depends. And that is probably always going to be my answer for you. And if you participate in any of our stuff in the past, you will see, I will say it depends a lot because that's the truth. Art, it just depends. All right, until next time, hope y'all have a great day.